Vancouver Presale Condos. Brought to you by the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. This is the Vancouver Presale Condos Podcast, and I'm Matt Scalina. And I'm Adam Scalina. Everyone talks about the apparent lack of transparency when it comes to presale construction here in Vancouver. And it's true. It's a hyper-competitive environment, and there's tons of bad information and barriers to access. So here's what we do. One, this is your direct channel to developers in Greater Vancouver. Two, you will hear directly from the source about what makes their projects unique and neighborhoods great. Three, we seek out new construction projects across Metro Vancouver, both for investors and end users at various price points. So if you like what you hear on this podcast or are interested in pre-sale construction more generally, go over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up for VIP access. Okay, so we're here with Luke Ramsey, Development Manager at Aragon Properties. How are you doing, Luke? Good, how are you? Doing well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for taking the time today, Luke. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Luke, we, we wanted to have you on the show to talk about Aragon's new uh, new development shift at 35th and Quebec. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the project? Uh, yeah, it's um, so it's a six-story project. Uh, right in the uh, right beside the Little Mountain Development area, uh, and they have a couple other developments that have gone up in the last few years, and it's right beside an amazing community. Uh, you got Queen Elizabeth Park there, and then you have Riley Park with Nat Bailey Stadium. You've got the community center. You've got the Vancouver Rackets Club, and all these fields and a beautiful community. Um, so it's kind of in this nice little jewel. And of course, it's right beside Main Street with all these great shops and restaurants, and uh, it's really. Uh, it's really an amazing area. Yeah, Little Mountain, especially right with the, with all the cafes and you know boutique shops and stuff. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, no, we're excited about it. So, can you tell us a little bit more about Shift, the project? Uh, what type of units? Who is this development kind of geared towards? Yeah, so um, I guess the project is a reflection of the developer Aragon as a whole in that we sort of like to mix things up a little bit, uh, do some things backwards almost. Uh, one example of that is we are, um, we're not pre-selling these units. We're almost finished the building and we're starting to sell not quite from completion, but almost at completion. So you'll have a couple of months to get your last place sorted, move out and then move into this when it's ready. Um, so what that allows the purchaser to do is that it allows them to go in and look and touch and feel what, an actual finished unit is going to be like and the place that they're actually going to live, which is quite a unique experience. Yeah. And so as a result of uh, having our model in sort of that way, what we try to do is put in really unique features. So the reason why the building is called shift is all the units, they shift, they don't stack. And so each balcony is offset from the balcony below it. And so you, when you look at the facade of the building, you get this really cool impact of these wandering balconies. And um, we went to a really nice high-end siding. Uh, it's called Nishiha. It's a panel out of Japan. And they're pre-finished there. And it's, uh, it's mounted and concealed with no fasteners. Um, so it makes this really nice, clean-looking facade with these balcony elements that pop out at you. And the cool thing about the balconies is they're large 10-foot overhanging balconies with no supporting posts. So this cantilever had to create a, quite an interesting structural system. And then on top of that, we have uh, 12 to 16 foot bifold doors um, at each patio. So when you're standing in your living room and, or your kitchen or your dining room, you're looking straight out onto this patio and it's really an extension of the indoor space. So 
there's a few key elements of design features that you don't typically see in other buildings that are a little hard to accomplish. It took us a couple of gymnastics to figure out <laughs> how to make it work structurally. Um, but it's made for quite an incredible project. Right, right. And, and so this is uh, six story? It's six stories, yeah. And it's uh, a mix of one, two, and three bedrooms. The sizes are, uh, in order to keep it a little bit more in the affordable price range, we've tried to limit the sizes. So we've got some really efficient two-bedroom plans at about 805 square feet up to 850, um, places that I'm looking at for myself. They're really cool in terms of how they're laid out in a linear fashion. So your kitchen, uh, dining room, living room are linear and they all look straight out through these bifold doors with the bedrooms on either side. So you're kind of separated and they've got nice walkthrough closets or walk-in closets and then uh, ensuite baths with uh, shower, tub and his and her sinks, uh, heated floors um, and then hardwood floors throughout the unit. And Luke, the number of uh, units in the project? Uh, 43 units. 43 units. So so this is a, a boutique boutique building. C- can you talk a little bit? I, I'm sure a lot of the listeners have heard about Aragon uh, as a developer. They have a, a rich history here in Vancouver. But can you talk a little bit more about Aragon as a developer? Uh, yeah. So Aragon uh, was started 30 years ago in Vancouver uh, by the owner, Lenny Moy. And he's really been the passion and the drive behind uh, the reason why we are the way we are. And we always try and push the envelope with design or push the envelope with features. You know, we were one of the first developers to always be pushing higher ceilings. The idea being, um, you know, if you walk into a single family home, typically you have nice high eight, nine, ten, or nine, ten foot ceilings. But most apartments you live in where either you walk down to the ground floor or or you're just in a regular apartment, you kind of feel a little bit constrained. And so even though you might not get the same floor space as you would in a single family home, you get the same feeling of openness. Mm-hmm. And so we've tried to take uh, all the, like in a single family home, you might spend uh, 80% or 90% of your time in just one or two rooms and they kind of isolate them off. And so what we tried to do uh, in this project is take where you spend all of your all of your awake time and really concentrate it into one really nice area with high um, with high ceilings and uh, open uh, open folding doors and sort of create that feeling of being in a single family home being in a condo wow yeah. it, it, it sounds amazing and, and so it sounds like shift is completing quite soon. Uh, do you have a, an estimated time when sales are going to begin and people can expect to move in? Uh, yeah. So um, last dates I saw were starting sales sort of end of May, early June, and then looking for people to move in sometime summer, like July. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, this you know the way that we're we're selling first uh, or completing at the same time that we're selling as opposed to selling first and then completing years down the road is sort of targeting a different type of buyer. And the type of buyer that we're targeting is the type of person that would want to actually live in this community, not one who's just trying to make a quick buck on uh, flipping a home um, or not living in it. Um, And so why that's an important thing to recognize is because when we're building these units, when we're designing these units, we're always thinking about the end user. And we're always trying to uh, incorporate features that make the unit more livable. And we're trying to build con- our construction standards to something that is uh, going to make the unit more livable and going to make the unit nicer for the people that are in there. Rather than selling a floor plan and a show suite, 
but not actually ever getting to see the home that you're going to move into. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and for those uh, folks that aren't that familiar with Little Mountain, can you talk a little bit about a little bit more about why you're excited about the community, who you think the buyers are of this project, the demographics and the, and the community that's going to be created there? Yeah, no, uh, it's an easy one for me, uh, being, you know, early thirties, I see myself living there. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's a, a type of people that appreciate design. Like we put a lot of effort into that and appreciate green space. You have this beautiful amenity of having, you know, Queenie park and then Riley park so close by and the units are efficient enough that uh, it's going to be able, we're going to be able to hit a price point that is more affordable for a young family um, or more uh, affordable for someone who's trying to get into something that's a little bit unique um, and doesn't want uh, all the maintenance of a single family home. We're actually one of the first developers or maybe the first in BC who's doing this. And we're including uh, 100% of the stalls in the underground parking to be uh, electric car charging ready, uh, level two stall. And they'll actually have the charging unit there ready for the user to plug in and an infrastructure set up so that you bring your smartphone, you tell you want two hours to charge, you plug it in, it bills you for that time, and then it reimburses the strata. So it's kind of a uh, integrated system that's included in the unit price. So Luke, maybe as a, a final question, um, somebody out there listening is on the fence about Shift. Wh- why should they buy in this community and in this building? Well, I think a pretty straightforward answer is you got to come see it to, to tell for yourself. Um, that's one of the reasons why we sell from finished is so that people can go in and they can look and they can touch and they can feel the home they're actually going to be living in. So if you're, on, if you're sitting out there and you're on the fence or you just want to come take a look at the features that we put into these, these homes... Uh, I would encourage you to come take a look at Shift because uh, you're actually going to get to to touch and feel the home that you would be living in. And and just uh, just because I remember you saying bifold, and you're actually doing bifold doors at Shift as well. Yeah, so they're folding glass doors up to 16 feet wide. Wow. So they you uh, they're on a track and they're really easy to slide. You slide them all the way up against one door, so your your indoor space becomes an extension of your outdoor space. And is that for the the smaller two beds as well? Every unit in there has every platform. unit, oh, even geez. the one bedrooms, even the one beds. Yes. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's might fantastic. be making a move. <laughs> might be making a shift in my life. Matt, downsizing. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, and you know what? Just one other question bef- while we have you here, Luke. Um, people are going to head over to the site, and there's a couple new developments there. Really nice product uh i've been over there quite a few times and they'll notice that little mountain site i believe it's holborn site and and there's a bit of a question mark there for uh for some people can you speak a little bit about what's going on there yeah for sure um actually anybody who's interested in in what's happening there uh you know timeline is always going to be an unknown um but if you go to the city of vancouver website they posted the most recent development plan for that holborn site and what it shows is it actually works quite well for our site because the design is sort of terraced where the furthest north are the shortest buildings and then they ramp up to i think 12 stories at the back okay and um what they've done is right across from our building, they've put uh, their main amenity space and they've put a grocery store, this is in their plan, and uh, a couple other commercial spaces. Um, and then 
there's sort of four stories more further north of us. So it doesn't impede our views. And the idea there, I think, is it doesn't impede the views, the 12 stories at the back of the site. Right. Um, and typically what the city of Vancouver requires developers to do is go and build the services first, go put in the commercial first, kind of create that community because they don't want you going in and just putting in uh, your residential and then maybe not building right. building out the rest of it. Um so anybody who's interested in what will happen there or what the plans are to happen there, I just encourage them to go take a look online. But in terms of timeline, I mean, we're not in, really in contact with them and we don't really know uh, what's happening. I think everyone's had that question in their mind yeah. a long time. You know, been having sitting that on it empty. for a while, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and do you know, in terms of just the, on the city site, is it is it mainly strata or is there kind of a mix of I think purpose-built it, it, rental? I and think there's some rental. Uh, I think they have targeted some affordable uh, affordable projects, although I don't know the income range. Right. Affordable now, you know, we see at... Affordable's uh, 2000 a month yeah, uh, rent be, for a one bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be you know, a pretty wide range. And I think there's also market housing. And again, the timeline on that is kind of a bit unknown. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Luke. Yeah, thanks for having me. Interested in this project or other pre-sale condos? Head over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up today for VIP access. Vancouver Pre-Sale Condos. Brought to you by the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> this is the Vancouver Presale Condos Podcast.